Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Veal, veal, killing veal. Killing veal is killing veal. Slow veal, killing veal. Chopping veal and killing veal. It's veal. Veal, 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 veal. Veal veal, 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 veal. If you feel my deal, that's feeling veal. Veal, break it down now. Veal. Uh, this oh. is uh, Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five, five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy. And I am Alistair George William Trombley Virgil. Present. Oh, I feel like if this podcast was a, um, was a boat, yeah. and if names mm-hmm. were what gave things weight instead of the Higgs boson giving things weight, yep. I feel like you would be solely responsible for this boat tipping over. Wait, wait, wait. But if I was giving things weight, then it would mean that I'm distributing weight evenly around the boat. (laughs) It's not that that your name is on one side and my name is on the other. That's exactly what it is. It's your name that has given you weight. Okay? Your your name is the the, the weight giving particle. You you did not put enough details in this for that analogy. Like. Look, that was just an abstract for the. You've got to read the full paper Andy, before you go and you know and, criticize Andy, my theory. I, I saw exactly what you meant in my brain, but that is not due to you. That is due to the error correcting facilities in my brain. That and and knowing you for years. I mean, then again, people who are listening may have known what you were uh, trying to say. Right. So, but then, so you error corrected. You corrected it to the correct picture of what I was trying to say in your brain. Yeah. And then you. Error corrected your correction to go back to misunderstanding me when you spoke. No, no, but I just had to. I was, I was not correcting my correction, but I was correcting your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to be the first to apologize for. Um, and I would like to be me. the second to apologize for Andy. <laughs> that anyway, was a, that was a joke in uh, in a thing we did one time. Was it? Yeah, well, I think we did a. A sketch, one of our first like two in the think tank, we did a sketch thing. Yeah. We got up on stage, we did a little bit of what was supposed to be improv, and then I said something about wearing a collared shirt that I thought was funny. And uh, then I said, look, I would just like to apologize. And then uh, you said, I would also like to apologize for Andy. Yeah. Well, that's good. And uh, yeah, and here we are. We've come full. Full. Well, if anything, we've come. Straight line. We've come straight line because we're, (laughs) or, or we've, or we're somehow before there because we, then we had the sketches, and now we're back in a p- position where we're n- without sketches. We are without sketches. And we've got to come up with sketches. Um, you know, people say you come full circle, but mm-hmm. let's be honest. A uh, a triangle would probably have got you back to the same starting point. You could That's have even true. just gone in one straight line and oh then my back God. retraced your steps. You could have gone full oval. Yeah. <laughs> oh, full oval, mate. To be honest, you could go a full irregular polygon. Yes. As, as long, long as, as it's full. Yeah, as long as it's full. <laughs> Full That's fractal. A, you know, it takes me a while, but I get there. You know what I think? I think that there's been there's been a lot of like the the circle marketing people have mm-hmm. really pushed mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. how good it is at yes. starting at one point, 
and getting, getting back, back to, to that stuff. same point. But pretty much, every, like, I mean, <laughs> geometry is full of examples <laughs> of things that do that. Yet somehow, the circle, possibly because of its lack of ja- jagged edges, it yes. just seems more acceptable to the mm-hmm. mind, mm-hmm. Uh, has 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 really been accepted as the as the number one choice for things that start at one point and then end back at that same point. I mean, there's the egg marketing board, uh, yeah. and they've done a good job for the egg. Completely. But- but I think the people, the circle marketing board. What about the the, the two dimensional egg shape marketing board? Because they would they could compete with the egg people, with the oval people, or with the egg with the egg people. Uh, I mean, with the circle people, with the circle people. You yeah, know, they don't want to <laughs> compete with the egg people. Those you're now you're getting into three D yeah, uh, no. prisms. I mean, what comes first? The three D prism or the two D shape of an egg? Shape of an egg. Um. I'm pretty sure we've done a marketing board thing before, haven't we? I think possibly Screams. I think we might have done one with Screams. Screams People are trying to Scream find, come up with new... <laughs> Scream Australia, that was it, yes. Trying to f- come up with new ways to, to promote the Scream. Yeah. Is that, was, was that a thing we did? Scream of, scream of indifference? Like, you know, Scream of... Was, that, was this the thing? Definitely. Scream of fear is a little limited. You know, yeah. We're trying to broaden the scream out to be something that you can do at any occasion. What about screaming when you're getting your hair cut? Yeah. <laughs> we're working on a scream that you could use that is so versatile you could use while you're getting your hair cut. Because a lot of people think that the silence between, mm-hmm. you know, when, when a person is getting their hair cut, the it's silence is awkward. I, I yeah. hate it. And they fill it with small talk. But mm-hmm. you can fill that silence with, with anything. With screaming <laughs> at the top of your lungs. Yeah. And once you fill it with screaming, let me tell you, the silence feels a lot less awkward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I, I, look, I don't know. when. I, I, this is the problem. It's now been so long since we came up with the original Scream Australia sketch. Yeah. I don't think we or the listeners know or care to know. Uh, what that sketch was about. So you think we should we should we just rewrite down? I think the podcast is now where we try and come up with either through novel creation or just remembering five <laughs> sketch ideas. I've got another one about a parrot, and he's dead. Let me tell you, yeah. he is not well. Okay. Well, look, I'll write down Scream Australia. <laughs> no, you can't, because I know, I know Scream is. Can't just write. I think. I think. I think. But look, I really enjoyed what we described. Just yeah, then. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, Scream. Yeah, like. I'll, I'll put in more details so that we've got the specific detail that we can add to the... Because, yeah, I right. mean, that sketch hasn't been done yet. No, it hasn't. Fortunately, I mean, the, the, the second prong of our two-pronged attack to sketches is, one, coming up with the ideas, and two, not producing them. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah. that second prong well, look, is really helping us out Trust here. me, we would produce them if there was an opportunity... Uh, That's right, and to, if you are listening to this podcast and, and you got and you, a big old bag of opportunity, opportunity. Right, maybe you've got some excess opportunity yeah. that you want to get rid of, and you've tried putting it up on Gumtree. We're we're in a situation where we can't we can't spare any more time for things that don't have any opportunity in it. <laughs> so, so so if you got that opportunity, and, and uh, like Andy said, it's on Gumtree. Uh, don't just sell it to, to a. Some random guy. Yeah, with a ute. With a ute, yeah, yeah. He's just putting it in his, out of his backyard. He's probably not even using it, and that's not what an opportunity might, is he for. He might be using it for kindling or, or scrap metal or something like that, you know? Dear, Turning dear. that into just pulling the copper wire out of your opportunity. Oh, you know? That's heartbreaking. Yeah. Think might, of all the... He might be sending it on a boat to China where they're pulling out just the, the, the micro traces of gold in there because... <laughs> 
people get paid so little there that that can be worthwhile. That is suddenly a viable business option. Yeah, economy taking scale. taking a cruise. Your old computer takes a cruise to 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 China, to China. and then it's still there's still money in it. Still that cruise though. It's oh, nice lovely. they get to go on a cruise. Well, it's nice, you know. They've worked hard. <laughs> I presume. Yeah. <laughs> um, Why does opportunity knock? All right. I'm. I'm. I very often don't hear the door. I. I. I want. I want opportunity to either text me, tell me it's coming over, uh, organize the time, or just break in, smash a window. You know. Uh, Opportunity breaks and enters. That's that's uh, my. But it suggests that opportunity has arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Opportunity has arms and, and and feeble little legs, which is you know when it when it's near you, it can grab you. But if it's a long way away, it's 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 going <laughs> to struggle to cover the distance. If if you're walking into your room late at night. And there's opportunity under the bed. It yes. can reach out and grab your legs. Yeah. Like that. And you <laughs> That's why scream. so often you come up with great ideas when you're about to fall asleep. Yeah, or in the shower. <laughs> often, just think of that scene in Psycho. But yeah. instead of a person getting stabbed, it's opportunity grabbing hold of them by the shoulders and taking them for a ride. Assuming it's on something that you can operate using only arms. Unless they've got four arms and they can use the pedals with their other arms. I don't know how many <laughs> I, arms opportunity has. At that point, has. I'm going to start calling those second set of arms. I'm going to call them legs. If you use no. them to operate the pedals opportunity. <laughs> I know, but what if they're hands? They're like human hands. They've got human hands on all four. Opportunity, yeah. Well, I, I think, I think, I think it, it would certainly have prehensile uh, toes, like, a, like, a, like an orangutan, because it's good at grasping. It's all about seizing... Yeah, opportunity. I suppose itself. It's seizing itself. Yeah, or 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 is it that it's seizing up? <laughs> like is opportunity very oh, no. dehydrated and and its muscles start to cramp? So when people say seize the day, it could also be like <laughs> just become completely over overwhelmed and immobile, yeah. like a, a frozen gearbox. That could be what it does. Just stand still. I mean, that's what a Buddhist would ask you to do. Anyway. Is there a movie called Opportunity Knocks? No, the postman only knocks twice. Always knocks twice. That's that was it. Sorry. Close though. Close though. Opportunity only knocks. I mean, opportunity could knock a number of times, but maybe not the same opportunity. Opportunity. Maybe it's just other arms from other opportunities. What is this? We know that opportunists have arms, so at least that helps our they, theory they in some sure way. They sure do. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that you could be an opportunist without arms. You could be really making making the most of you know, like really bleeding people dry, you know, from from their. I think pity. I saw some of them in India. Yeah, yeah. When you're in India, you saw some people who had no arms, no and arms. they were they were real opportunists yeah. without arms. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those moments that we should go. Oh, everybody knows we're joking. All right. Yeah, it it wasn't one of those moments, but hey. But but do you think we we, we could look back that you know in maybe in in three to five years and go? I regret that. I forget, like you know, like I guess maybe the the armless minority will have become maybe a bit more vocal and they'll explain the things yeah. that they're upset about. And one of the main things they're upset about is people saying, uh, pointing out that some of them are opportunists. 
And one of the things they're also going to be upset about is the fact that I'm about to say that uh, those people are up in arms. Wow, yeah. And and <sighs> the, the, the able-armed would say that. We would. Someone like you. <laughs> and me. I'm just going to say it so that we've both said it. <laughs> they're up in arms. <laughs> Thanks, Hal. I'm really glad we're in this together. Yeah. Because very often I say things that I regret on the podcast, uh, and I feel like you just leave me there. I wouldn't abandon you. Like a Like a tiger cub. In a drought. Feels like we're way more aware now that people are listening. <laughs> Which is ironic, because I think fewer people than ever are listening <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> more people have signed out now than ever before. Um, before we started the podcast, we were talking about how much you like to be thanked. I love to be thanked. Right. I love a good thanking. And I was thinking... It's probably yeah, he my loves second a... favorite thing to be. Uh, th- what's the first thing to be? Alive. Yes. Okay, great. What did you have another thing in mind? I had nothing. No, okay. Be yourself. Because I mean, it's so rarely that you agree with me so quickly. So yeah. that's why I was like, "Oh, he must have really had nothing." <laughs> um, and so you know, he loves to get a thanking, and we we're. I was. I guess I was picturing a, you know, like like a dominatrix kind of situation that where you go somewhere to mm. get a real mean thanking <laughs> like that, right? But but not a dominatrix. Obviously, somebody who just treats you really nice. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it, I guess it, it, could be a, it could be a mean thanking, maybe, that you're after, but I think a gracious thanking. Oh, no, I mean mean in the sense of... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, that was a really good thing. Genuine. I mean, like, this was a mean burger. You know, yeah. you cook a mean yeah. burger. Yeah. The burger didn't treat you badly at all. No, absolutely, yeah. Treated um, you really well. Now, do you think if you went to one of those people um we still haven't come up with a name for them yet but i have a feeling you're we can get your faculties working <laughs> at it um science engineering they're uh, all in there they're all in there uh do you think that you should still when you go and visit this person is it still like in a room and then you get on all fours and put on a dog collar and they I, walk I, I you think, around the room i think they probably do restrain you in some way <laughs> Like, possibly put the ball gag in so that you can't say, oh, it's nothing. No, honestly, you're yeah, welcome, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Because, I mean, that would be a pain in the ass. That would be one of the hazards of, of working yeah, in that kind well, of job. And, you know, it's, I guess we all struggle to take compliments, right? Absolutely. Much as we struggle to avoid screaming when someone hits us with a whip. Exactly, you know? And yeah. the ball gag can, can, uh, can, it can o- overcome both screaming and uh, what's self-deprecation? Well, I I like that idea that, that that the person comes in and they're like, "Thank you so much." And then because you got the ball gag, and you're going, "Oh, I oh, 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 it's nothing at all. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. No, stop it. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you." Oh. I think I think that's great. Yeah. Take it. Take my thanks. Take it all. <laughs> my gratitude. And then they uh what do they do? They get uh they cover you with No, wait, they give you a cake and a card. A, a card. <laughs> <laughs> they go over to their like their rack of like they've got some big terrifying looking cupboard covered in spikes they pull it open it's full of flowers and cards <laughs> um and and like a few days later they they, they send you a another note just going oh, we had a really good session i very much enjoyed that <laughs> and you go, uh, oh. yeah, yeah you're like 
<laughs> and yeah, it's like, and you're definitely one of the best customers that we have. Thank you. Oh, like that, but you're you're with your wife at that point. Yeah, and she's like, "What was that?" And you're like, "You know, uh, nothing, nothing." <laughs> well, I mean, is that's it, a sketch. Is it still something that you think you have to hide from your loved ones? I think it's funnier if you do have to hide it from your loved ones. But yeah, I mean. In my mind, there's nothing sexual about this. Like, I don't think it is it's, sexual. It's a, it's a parody of a sexual act, but mm. it's 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 not. I think, I th- man, parody sex acts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how can we somehow incorporate the concept of parody into sex? Because I don't think there's a lot of like satirical. Sex acts, yeah. like you're yeah. having sex with somebody, ironically. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, or or to make a statement about some political thing, you know. Well, it's very difficult because your audience is so limited. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess not in pornography. Not in pornography, that's true. And there's definitely been parody. Por- parody porn has been done. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but the I think Simpsons and in, in nuns. The, in in those things, they the Simpsons. The Simpsons porn. People yeah. dress up. Yeah, as the Simpsons. Like covered in yellow. I think I think there might be one where they're covered in yellow. I think I just saw uh, like a preview or something. <laughs> okay. Well, Some, somebody was telling me about it, and I was like, "What?" And then we saw we, they showed me a preview. Well, we've we've established yeah that that could be a thing, but but in that the purpose of the parody is almost never satire. No, you know, it's never to make a comment about. The thing that you're parodying, other no. than imagine if you could see their wieners. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just to piggyback on the success of a something else and and get your porno seen. Are there are there any people who do not parody porn, but instead porn parody, in which they take a famous porn film and then present it not as pornography, but, but as, as a serious as, film <laughs> or anything else? I yeah. look. I mean, I I do like the idea. Uh, it would have to. It would, it's. It would be very difficult to. Well, no. I think. I think you could definitely do it, but like the references would be really. Well, it's. It's hard to find a porn film that everybody knows. There's like. Right. You know. There's. What's. What's the like? I don't. Is Deep Throat a porn? Or I is, think it is. Yeah. 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 And Debbie Does Dallas. I think they're both. But they've been turned into the like two iconic. But musicals, they've been turned right. into musicals or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but look, that's like so. I mean, those are the ones. Or, but, but uh, you know, there's a lot that kind of, uh, you know, that I guess start in a some some kind of interview, <laughs> you know, like casting couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, in, in, interview context. Yeah, and but we're, 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 how would you turn it into? I guess you're parrying the pa- parodying the casting couch. Yeah, I mean, I suppose in that sense, you you could do. A, a film in which it's the set of a porn film, mm. uh, and yet somebody winds up getting a job as a legitimate actor. Well, right? They tri- somehow yeah. trick them into doing a series of dramatic scenes. I'm very uncomfortable with this. I don't no, like no, it. but but wait, there, there, what? A, yeah, no, it's 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 not that I'm uncomfortable. It's just that I don't I don't see a place where where yeah. it works right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could have let's say let's say it was a film about the Bang Brothers, right? I and, don't know the Bang Brothers. Well, but, I believe right. that I believe they might own a production company or something right. like that. Okay, right? yep. And from what I've gathered, 
They travel around in a bus, <laughs> and then they they pick up women on the street. I don't and then think they, they own a production them. company. I, I think they, they own a bus, own a bus and a video and a camera. camera. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's true. And they, and they got a graphic designer to make up a little logo, right? But what I mean, I don't think he was a graphic designer. <laughs> I think he was a man with a, ca- a computer. <laughs> Nobody has mouse. years of experience in this. Everybody's just going, I could give this a go. Um <laughs> what about what about we, we you know we look at where these you know it's a story about the Bang siblings. <laughs> um you know Trevor and Marcus Bang. <laughs> um and uh and it's about them starting up a pornography company. Okay. I don't know. Do you, I mean like that. I guess yeah. it's not really a parody then. Then it's kind of like an origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I I I think also. What about there's the the. I'm trying to think if there's something about um. Amateur pornography. Yeah. And all I can think so far is that everybody involved in the production is in some way amateur, so that like even the production accountant and location scout don't really know what they're doing and it's just really difficult to work with a totally amateur production a because we, we take the am- we take the amateur philosophy very seriously not only are the performers in this yeah. production uh, amateurs I see so, but even for somebody to be taking a philosophy seriously suggests that they've got some experience <laughs> element of professionalism yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very difficult to be a professional amateur. Absolutely. You know, you can only be an amateur for so long. Yet they pride themselves on it. It falls away. It's yeah. like the shell of a lobster. I guess maybe to be a professional amateur, you would have to uh, be very serious about not learning anything on, <laughs> on any of the productions. I make sure to make a lot of the same mistakes. Uh, but also new mistakes. But That's right. Because or else... I'm constantly learning... New ways, new ways to, to to remain uninformed, and and new 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 ways in which I am doing it wrong. Sometimes what I do is I get, uh, I get very very drunk the night before, mm-hmm. so drunk that in the mo- you know the morning you wake up and you're like my brain is not working and I think perfect. I'm actually this ca- <laughs> shoot is gonna go so well. I'm actually currently being mentored by a person who I. Only met this morning on the train. <laughs> uh, uh, I just I was started speaking to him because he had a big, a very large dog. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, a lot of his advice is dog related. Yeah, I think being mentored by the dog would have been an even even funnier place for for that. Well, that was where I was thinking about going, <laughs> and uh, and I just didn't. But look, you saying that. In a way, puts it in there that it's that's what we way, could be doing. In a way, it's in there. Getting mentored by the dog. Woo! Um, well, I mean, the professional amateur is a yeah, is a, is a thing that could be applied to almost any. Um, you know, people always complain that the Olympics used to be. Uh, you know, it's 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 the spirit of spirit of amateur um, uh, sporting. You know, sports. And they, you know, it, was the, it was supposed to be the amateur games. People who w- weren't being paid would go from all over the world to somewhere. And now we've changed that a bit in that people who are being paid quite a lot and also getting lucrative endorsements go from all over the world to somewhere to see who could be the best. And they take lots of drugs. And, uh, and you know, so that's, that's a little different. 
It's that different. And thank you so much. That was such a good bit of talking while I wrote that uh, thing down. No, uh, it wasn't. No, Andy, it was good. It. Took a lot of drugs. I like that <laughs> bit. Um, they don't always, but, you know, they are taking a lot of things that nutritionists tell them to take. And I guess they probably also have doctors and maybe drug doctors. Because mm. I guess that's the thing is that with, with these things, is that, uh, with uh, performance-enhancing drugs, is that you can take... There can always be people just constantly working on drugs that p- increase performance. Uh, and they must be. And and that you can use them until somebody bans them. Is there any sense in which drugs are just really, really delicious food? You know, because like, f- you know, delicious food, yeah. it releases endorphins in our brain. And that's why we enjoy the experience, right? Sure. And, but you know, drugs release perhaps more. I mean, it also just tastes good, it? a lot of it, right? But where's food. the problem? The pro- Yeah, the food. <laughs> like, it's not just that it, like... Releases endorphins. It's well, but just... what is tasting good except for if if not something that gives us a, a sensation of pleasure? Well, when no, we no, put no, it in our bodies. You're right. I don't. I don't know whether a good flavor is a flavor that releases lo- loads of endorphins, but maybe that's what it is. I just didn't know that that was how it worked. I, I didn't know either, Alistair. Yeah. But now I've been forced to take a contrary position to you, <laughs> and as such, I know one hundred percent. That and, that is what it is. Well, but and also the, the strange thing uh, about you saying, imagine if like, well, th- that drugs are kind of very delicious food, like so just super delicious food. Yeah, um, is that you know, ironically, a lot of drugs taste really, really bad. Really? Yeah, yeah. So if you get like the chemical taste of like oh. of of like a ecstasy or something like that on your tongue, it's very bitter and chemically, and you're like. Like that, but some people will just chew up a pill in their mouth like that and experience that just so that it gets absorbed faster. Wow. Yeah, but I do like that idea. There's there's that thing I saw a video on YouTube ages ago, maybe from Vsauce. Yeah. Um, it's that guy who just explains concepts of some sort, right? Yeah. And uh, he was asking, "What is cereal?" Right. I think it's like because is it soup? Right. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's like liquid and there's a, a yeah, solid yeah. in it. Or is it like a salad, right? Because, like, you know, so like the, you know, the, right. the thing is... Th- you have muesli, you've got the different types of is, grains Yeah, and it's the grain and, and that's stuff. kind of the vegetable part. And then the, sure. the milk is the dressing. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so it makes it... So you could think of pills as food because it does make sense. You know, you do take it orally. Uh is this a thing that we've talked about that in the f- people used to say that in in the future drugs would uh, meals entire meals would come in pill form and that possibly but we could flip around and be like in the future entire pills could come in meal in form in meal form yeah <laughs> i mean oh Xanax had used to have to be swallowed uh, with a glass of water but now we've formed it into a capsicum <laughs> It's sort of been made like it. We've managed to totally replicate the texture and shape and smell of turkey. <laughs> so the whole family can sit around for a roast Christmas Xanax. <laughs> Christmas dinners have never been more peaceful. I look. I think that that's definitely a sketch idea. I I, I think a, a huge roast Xanax. Yeah, would be a a beautiful Christmas thing. You know, a Christmas thing. Oh, it would be nice. And like, yeah, uh, it would just be, you know, like whoever, like I've never done this, but imagine there must be some people who just get really high with their family. (laughs) 
I mean, imagine that. Like, I've, look, I, I don't really know what it's like to take uh, Valium or Xanax. Yeah. I think Xanax is an antidepressant, right? Right, right. But there's some that are, like, I think Valium is just one that just, like, really calms you down, makes you not worry about it, removes anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. Imagine taking something like that, like, with your family and just sitting around and watching a movie. You guys will all be real chill. It might be the best you ever get along. Yeah. And also, tastes exactly like turkey. It's so good. It's even better, you know. It's I mean, better than hanging out with your family normally. People say heroin is good, right? People definitely say. People say that all the time. People I mean, definitely say heroin, you know, is is more fun, say, or you know, than than turkey. But imagine if heroin tasted like turkey. See, then you've, you know, it's like infinity plus one. You know, you, you've got all the goodness, goodness of heroin. Uh, plus that additional goodness in the form of deliciousness of turkey. So people are always mm. trying to get you know drugs that have got a bigger hit. Right? Sure. And I'm saying that they are... You could improve a lot of drugs by just improving their flavor mm. and, and making them nutritious. <laughs> nutritious. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt if while you were making the texture and, and color yes. and all that kind yes. of turkey, if you just put in a few, you know... Uh, a few vitamins and things like that in there. Some proteins. Some proteins. Fiber. Uh, yeah, fiber. You know, even just you know, just matter keeps you regular. Imagine that a bit of fiber. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I mean, it's a great way to have your heroin. Anyway, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I am... Um... I've written it down. I've written it down. I've written it down. I've written it down here on my piece of paper. I bloody uh, scribed it, carved it in ink into the uh, into the paper tablet of time. Paper tablet of time, which we which would not is paper is not a great thing for lasting no, over the years. No, no, and certainly not for carving into. No, you know. If you want to get a message onto a piece of paper, carving is probably one of the worst ways. But then again, you know, a pen may fade, but a hole in a paper is forever. Until <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. Or at least until that paper disintegrates. But you know, sometimes you know they find you find old notebooks and the pa- and the pen is kind of faded, but the holes in the paper are still Yeah, in, yeah, know? those holes in the paper as long as old. the paper still exists. I I mean there have been times when I've my I've had to write something down, and the uh, the the pen, the ball usually a ballpoint has gone mm. totally dry on me. Yeah, right. right. And I do just kind of carve it in. I just sort of scribe in some mm. indentations. Yeah, into the paper. Imagine how hard it would have been for um, Moses to get it into that rock while he was up on that mountain. I guess he didn't go up. Was it Moses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who went up? Moses isn't the guy with the big ark, is he? No, no, that's Noah. Oh, no, okay, good. I'm pretty sure it was Moses that went up yeah. Mount Sinai, Wait, perhaps. Did, did God give him the tablets, or did he write it out? Because I imagine he didn't go up expecting that he was getting tablets. Do you think he took a to chisel do... and some tablets well, I can't, with him? I, can't think, I don't think so. So what I think is that <laughs> he must have had to improvise. Like, God was starting to give him these, t- these, these yep. uh, commandments. 
And then he's like, <laughs> I, really I need to write this says, down. You got a pen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, are you writing these down? Like, this is really important. Yes, yes. To be honest, it's one of the few times that anybody even bothered to write down what God said uh, during, during, in the whole... Take, take transcription. Yeah, to take transcription. Dictation. To take dictation. Yeah. Was Moses God's secretary? <laughs> in a way. Yeah. In a way. And did they have an affair? Mm, I don't want to push stereotypes, you know. But I do like that that was a good, like that that did kind of break with stereotypes and that, you know, I'm glad that the it wasn't. The secretary was a man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it wasn't, you know, Mosia or something like that. Or yeah. Whatever yeah. a woman's name is. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's a, that's a funny sketch. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's a great sketch, you know. And then, I I kind of does he keep he keeps pulling out different chisels he keeps looking in I mean I don't know why but I feel like up the top of the mountain there's a lot of drawers that he's going through or maybe old jars and all the chisels that he pulls out are are blunt so he can't he can't carve into the tablets right and then maybe he he eventually finds a tablet and on one side there's like a phone bill has been carved into there, and he flips it over, and he carves into the other side. Look, that's good too. I think I, I was picturing it more as like a kind of Bear Grylls type of situation where he's really having to improvise with with what nature has given him. But but the fact that there's drawers and See, things... it's interesting the way you say that's good too. Yeah. Right? Oh, because mine didn't sound good. Because I don't think yours is good. Okay, right. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yours... No, well, I guess I guess bad. I guess I was saying that it was just good because I was saying it. <laughs> it's by default good. Yeah. Assuming. So, but then it also seems like it's it, yeah. So wait, I kind of missed some of it while I was writing it down. But you were saying that there was loads of chisels. The audience was listening, and they will be the judge. Well, I don't. They don't. No, but like when you know, whenever you're looking for a pen, you're always trying to find the pen. You find a whole lot of pens, and other pens that you need work. Right. Yeah, right. You're going so through the drawers. All the all those chisels the are phone. floppy. Yeah, <laughs> floppy. Floppy is funnier than blunt. Yeah, I mean, because because I feel like a blunt chisel that you could probably still like. Mm. You're chiseling into stone. Like what? Yeah. How exactly. sharp can it possibly be? Yeah, it doesn't need to be that sharp. It's not going to stay sharp. No, you're just you're just getting into it with brute force, really. Um, look, that's, I just. You know, I just don't pick. Why is there a house up there? That's the one, the thing I, I don't understand. Is it just in a cave? There's not a. There's not a house. There's a bureau. It's just a bureau. There's just a desk. A single desk, <laughs> like that, and it's full of chisels, just for when God dictates. Uh, maybe, maybe in his pockets. Maybe he's looking at his pockets. Well, then it makes me his it, backpack. It makes me feel like now, like God maybe does this a lot, and this is the only one that kind of got famous. Like he, God yeah. was always getting people to come up Man. there and take notes. Totally. I mean, so many people would have received divine inspiration. Mm. You know, like like we a lot of us have great ideas. Yeah. You know, but there's only a few of us who have the. It strikes the right moment when you're receptive and you're ready to. You know. Absolutely. So yeah, like because sometimes you might be, you know, you might busy at like a, at like a dinner with your with your partner's parents or something like exactly. that. Exactly. And you and see then, God... And then God's talking to you. to you. 
and you're trying to hold up this conversation. And I got a little time gone. I'm a little busy right now. I'm trying to improve, uh, impress the in-laws. Maybe you're getting a phone call while God is talking to you, and you're like, "I'm oh, sorry." Well, that would be the rudest thing back in those days. That, that I guess that you could happen. That, that could happen is that you know because you didn't have mobile phones, but occasionally another god would also start talking to you <laughs> or or you know you're, you're 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 let's say you're at a you're at a sort of like a a dinner with your with yes. your partner's father right yes. and he's talking to you about how he wants to pass down the business onto you guys after right. you guys are wed it's a beautiful and, thing uh, but you keep looking up at the sky right yeah so yep. rather than looking down at your phone yeah and he's like, really good that's excuse me have you got something better to do <laughs> I'm sorry, God is just passing me messages right now, and uh, I'll, I'll try and I'll just try, can I just pray for just one second? Yeah. I just got to tell him I'm I'm busy. This is very important to me. I I just <laughs> I am so sorry. Like I'm not saying that like God is more important than you. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm not saying that. No, I'm I'm literally. I, I, you're not saying. I I prefer you to God. If anything, it's just. That <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that a kind of funny enough situation? I'm not sure if it's a. Uh, I mean, even to me, like a you know a double date, right? In which you know there are two couples, and one of the members of one of the couples is a prophet, yeah. right? And when he has to keep leaving the table, say, sorry, I've got to get this, you know, and then mm. when he's gone, uh, they, you know, the, the the three who are left at the table talk about him and maybe this, you know, this woman that he's he's seeing her friends yeah. aren't sure about him. He, he seems very distracted. Yeah, and then, and then oh, she's got a very important job. No, you know, like, no, the other day he came up with this, uh, like he prophesied this amazing thing about um, uh, the, the town hall they're going to be doing renovations soon and they're going to be doing a lot of like, you know, sort of going from that Greco-Roman style to sort of a more modernist style. And he goes, so he's doing a lot of great stuff right now. Go, I think he's a fraud. That doesn't sound like a prophecy. Oh, that yeah. sounds like urban planning. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, to me, prophecies involve like wars and great destruction and, and change and, that and sort of stuff. He does that too. He does that <laughs> the too. The other day he cancelled lunch and I got quite hungry. Mm, absolutely. No, Is that a famine? No, but you know, he does like, hor you know, lots of horsemen, <laughs> yeah. things like that. He does those. It's just, they're not all that. He comes back to the table. Oh, sorry, everyone. Um, that was just quite an important uh, communing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know if uh, Deborah's mentioned, but I'm actually the um, chosen one of God to communicate with the you know his minions on earth. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, no, it's just a, oh, there's some big stuff coming He's up. You know, it's like as always well, he wants you guys stuff to in the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking. Uh, anyway, no, no, don't worry about it. Sorry, what were you talking about? What were you talking about? Go on. Not me, I hope. Hey, all good, huh? I had a prophecy about you guys talking about me while I was in there. It didn't come true, did it? Oh my god, it came true. He's tr he's real. <gasps> he's good. He's good. Oh, he's good. Welcome to the family. Another not a family, but well, I mean, there wouldn't have to be something where they. I mean, like I like some of these sketches like that that kind of go way too 
for way too long and oh, wait, like, yeah. wait no, I but like them too no but like wait like as in like they go really far into the future like imagine there, there, there is a prophecy that he comes up with that yep. does kind of win the couple over like maybe one yeah. day he's just helping them move yep <laughs> and uh oh you're gonna want to wrap that crystal uh a couple more times i prophesize it being dropped by the removers. Yeah, or or he he's like, you know, they're like they're moving a couch they're moving a couch or something like that and they're walking down the steps and he's up top, right? And then the other guy's down the bottom and then he 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 just sees something while they're going yep. down the stairs and he drops his half like that and then it kind of like, you know, they stop suddenly yeah. and he and he jumps over the couch and knocks the guy out of the way and then a chandelier falls <laughs> like that where the where the guy was and he goes yeah. and he's like, "You saved my life." <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I, used to, I thought you were a fraud. When we first met you, we thought all this prophecy stuff was just annoying oh. and grandstanding and a, a little bit arrogant. Yeah, and then they become really good friends. Yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe, and maybe, then maybe the, the guys... Origi- the, the, the girl he was with, they break up. Yeah. And then they've got to decide who do they stay friends with. You yeah. <laughs> the guy who can see the future and talks to God and you, or yeah, Deborah. And who you, and who you who, owe your life to. Yeah. Or Deborah, who's like your friend. Since I mean, primary school. I mean, in many ways, Deborah, you're great because you introduced us to the Oracle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's really, you know, that, w- that, that, that increases your chances. But it's hard to pick you over the Oracle. Mm. Uh, Especially since he already told us that we pick him. <laughs> I mean, I mean I now mean, I really feel like I'm just going through the motions. But I mean, you know. I gotta make you feel like you've got a shot in this. So, anyway, Deborah, it was really nice of having a friendship. Real with you. nice, real nice time. If ever you want to get back together with Steve, uh, <laughs> uh, we'd be willing to take you back into our friendship group. Not gonna happen. I I like that. I I like it. Look, I mean, obviously, we'll punch it up a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, no, you don't think you think it's perfect as is. I think I think just that, and just the conversation in between, is part of the sketch. And uh, yeah, I mean, would it be crazy for me to wrap up now because Ooh. because we have five? Is it is it going to be a short episode? Uh, well, it's it's forty. Well, it is forty minutes, but hey, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're in there, and you never know. Sometimes going through the list takes time, but right. sometimes it doesn't it's take Christmas any time. time. You know what that means. Get your wrapping done early. Get your wrapping done early. Absolutely. We're we're wrapping it up. I know this is not... Like, why don't people just wrap up gifts in towels and then just put the towel back on the shelf? That feels like a real lame, hippie thing to do, but... The paper is... Well, it's not about about destroying paper in the end, right? It's about the surprise. Right, it's about the fact that your 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 gift is hidden. Oh, so the, the 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 towel is on the shelf with the present wrapped in it. Like, like no, no, no. Sorry, I mean like after you're done with the towel, uh, yep. after the person's opened the present, you put the towel back on the shelf. Like you know, you keep. I'm saying you don't throw away the towel. Yeah. What? So also, oh, it's a new towel. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, instead of using <laughs> wrapping paper. You use a towel. Yeah. Right? And then you wrap up the gift in the towel. And yeah. then the person opens the gift. And then instead of throwing the towel away like you would throw away the wrapping paper, you just put the towel back on the shelf. Okay. But how is this not... What, like, what is the element of this that isn't saving wrapping paper? Because you seem to be suggesting that this has got nothing to do with saving wrapping paper. No, no, no. It has everything to do with saving wrapping paper. Uh, okay. Is that all it is? 
Yeah. So what's the surprise element? No, the surprise is when you open a pre- when you open a gift. <laughs> is like I was saying that the wrapping paper is. It's not about throwing away paper. That's not why you use wrapping paper. Oh, no, no. It's we about the surprise. We use wrapping paper because we love throwing <laughs> away paper. Yeah, I You're know. Correct. Well know. done, Alistair. You have got very much to the nub of that. Yes. I, well, I was, I, I was saying that because it was such a simple, dumb thing to say because I think that, that, that is what gives it humor. Oh, fuck. What if, we, what if instead of, uh, you know, um, wrapping things up at all, mm-hmm. you just... Obs- Hid them behind things. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, a, a you know delicately a, a arranged um, bricks. Well, fucking hell, there's, I hate myself. There's problems with that because of you know angles. Well, and also you know you've got the gift in the house with the person. Mm. You know you're you're waiting for their birthday. <laughs> it's not wrapped in anything. It's just behind <laughs> some bricks. They they're mobile. You can't make them stay stationary. <laughs> All right. Instead of wrapping the paper, we wrap the gift receiver, right? In a towel? Around the, in well, a towel. Can we save paper? <laughs> wrap a towel around the head. <laughs> uh, I was going to suggest that maybe that's what turbans are in the end. Like, that's what it was just about. It's just a Alistair, different method of delivery. And now to help you, <laughs> I'm going to suggest that as well, that that's what turbans are in the end. You see? No, no, maybe that's initially what they were. <laughs> And then they oh, became, in the beginning. In the beginning, they were just a, a, a wrapping paper-saving <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Instead of wrapping many gifts, you just wrapped the, the head of the person. In a way. But over the eyes. But then, it, but then it, people just enjoyed like, liking wearing it as a hat. In a way, you're wrapping your own head, keeping that as a little surprise that you can reveal to people. <laughs> <laughs> if needs be. You know? If ever, I guess you wanted to give your head, or just the seeing of your head as a gift... It, and that's kind of what we do with our genitals, I think, is that we co- we wrap <laughs> I them, don't think that's what we, we cover do. them up, so that there's just that little element of whoa, could be good. They could be good, maybe. <laughs> They're probably not. But... Probably not. And a lot of people will feel the present beforehand to try and work out what's in there. Yeah. Before they unwrap it, and uh, yeah. so the surprise is ruined. Ah, uh, but you know what? I I stop that from happening by keeping a cactus down there. Oh, sometimes I. Uh, put my genitals inside a cardboard box and then put my underpants over that so that people can't guess what's in there from the shape. Oh, see, that's good, yeah. But or in the a end, cactus. But in the end, all that's in there is actually <laughs> cactus, just money. A cactus down there no. is a joke on you. Yeah. Uh, yep. Or a gift card Yeah. that you can use to exchange for anyone else's genitals in the world <laughs> or at Colesmeyer, in the Colesmeyer group. Um. What, so alternatives to gift wrapping, to using lots of paper, lots of paper to gift wrap, not the towel because the yeah. towel's not a funny one. Uh, <laughs> but or but it could be a good entrance one. Uh, yeah, I I think I think I think it's a good um, thing is to is to have the, present this as a little like a, a fun way to save wrapping paper. You know, yeah. we do it as a video of like. Do the right thing for the planet. Save wrapping paper this Christmas, and then we give a bunch of different ways that mm. you can. You, you could know. really sucker in some greenies, you know, with with that sort of clickbait right there. Yeah. Save some paper, and they'll go like, uh, "Well, I'm definitely watching this. I love this. I think the general population will not <laughs> will not bother. I think they'll just wait for you know like well. a video about milfs or something like that." <laughs> The difference, oh, what's the difference between uh, things a MILF would say and things a DILF would say? Yeah. 
like that. Mm. But uh, I'm going to write that from things that MILF would say versus things that DILF would say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and DILF, that is, of course, a dog I'd like to frolic Befriend. with. Friend. Frolic with. Friend, friend on Facebook. For, um, forage uh, in the um, undergrowth for truffles, assuming it's a truffle dog, one of those dogs that they've trained to replace truffle pigs because the truffle pigs were, as you might expect, eating a lot of the truffles. And we were eating a lot of their pork. Yeah. (laughs) I ate my truffle pig. Oh. Do you think a truffle pig would taste good? Do you think that meat would be very... I think it would taste amazing. Yeah? It's been eating truffles. But has it? Or do do they just find the truffles? Yeah, truffle oil. Yeah. No truffles in that. It's a myth. Really? Yeah, it's bullshit. There's no no truffles in any truffle oil in the world. Really? Yeah, they well, just put in some chemical that they've extracted that's kind of like the flavor of truffles, and they just put in there. This is big, Andy. This is big. Wait, where'd you hear this? Was this at like loosechange.com oh, or like told 9-11 me. truth kind of website? <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt strudel beams. Plus, there's no truffles in truffle oil. <laughs> oh, man. I'm surprised this didn't come up in Donald Trump's campaign. Yeah. No. Nah. A lot of people wouldn't want me to say this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go through the, the things we came up with. We've we've revisited Scream Australia, and uh, it's other places. And it's a, it's a, it's you know it's a it's a it's a think tank of some sort. It's a it's the uh, it's the board that promotes screams, and uh, you know uh, you don't you don't you, they, they don't just need to be for fear. Yeah. Uh, you could also use them in other places. Say while you're getting your hair cut. Yeah. Uh, that awkward silence when you're talking to your a scream is not just not for Christmas. You can also scream at Christmas. Great. Great. At your um, puppy that is just for Christmas. I'd just like to say... <laughs> that's good. Uh, I think I'd just like to say that um, I think if Donald Trump had made truffle oil one of the pillars of his campaign, mm. he would have struggled a lot more with his anti-elitist message. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Maybe the everyday people... He, he, they look like they could be tricked into anything, even thinking that they constantly consume truffle oil. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, in a way, that's it, isn't it? It's it's like that's 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 what all these tax breaks for the mega rich are. You know, if the the poor are voting for them, but they they're not mega rich. They probably will never be mega rich. So if Donald Trump had come out with a thing about like, well, one day, you know, it's the American dream is one day you could care about truffle oil. And he'd come up with a strong policy on um, truth in truffle oil and how... Absolutely. Mm. Anyway. Well, I think you're right, Andy. You're <clears throat> onto something, and I think you should write it up on your on your sort of Alex Jones website yeah. or whatever blogs yeah. that you're reading Info at the Wars. moment. Yeah. Um, so then there's a sort of going to a thanking dominatrix to, uh, to give you a good thanking. Uh, and I've written something there, but... Oh, oh, yeah, and you're restrained, you know. Yes, of course. You're restrained. Maybe you're wearing a dog collar, their ball gag, and yep. and you're just reacting very strangely to it. Like, you know, you're reacting Muffled. like you're getting whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, there's Thanks, the sir. truly amateur production where everything is amateur. Uh, every, everyone's an amateur uh, except for the professional amateur, but he <laughs> follows an amateur philosophy by yes. ensuring that he doesn't learn anything. Learn anything. And, yeah. yeah. And he keeps his eyes closed for a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> he might even have like, like things where he, it's like 
like that where he goes, no, that's not being an amateur. Yeah. That's just being disabled. <laughs> right? And there's a difference. If I'm, not, I'm not trying to make disabled films. What about there's a point at which he, you know, after you've been an amateur for a, for a certain amount of time, um, maybe the only way that you can truly achieve your amateur dreams is by like employing other amateurs under you and you become just sort of a mentor figure for these other amateurs. Yeah. I like that. Because you, you've got to pass down your lack of knowledge. Absolutely. You don't want it to die with you. Let <laughs> me tell you like about like this. This is like, it feels like a very, um, like a 1960s beatnik kind of thing, but where like, there's like a bongo master and then like the bongo student comes and lives with him, but he just kind of lives with him, helps him like clean the house and things like that. And he kind of pays his way through board or whatever it is yeah. like that. No, no, the, you know, learning the, the bongos. Yeah. No, 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 no. But he's just, he's just doing this. And then he's just waiting for one day. The bongo master decides, all right, we'll have a lesson now. And so he's just living, you know, it could be months and months down the yeah. road. Right. And, but, but, you know, this is just the, you get to serve the master. That's the joy of yeah, it. Yeah. Like that, right? So it's one of those situations. But instead, it's the amateur, amateur apprentices with the amateur, uh, you know, master. <laughs> but he never gives a lesson. So that's... No, that's good. Is it, where'd you get that bongo master thing from? I remember seeing it some, somewhere on, just on television once. And I don't remember where wow. I saw it. But it, it just stuck with me. Like just... He just lived with this guy, and he just was, you know, waiting for a, basically a bongo lesson. <laughs> and at some point, like you know, the, like the, the master is just kind of like just grumpy, but he's like, you know, like he's just a grumpy old man. But he just he is the best bongo player in all of, uh, I don't know, Idaho or something. Sure, played a mean bongo. Uh, the next one is, uh, uh, you know, you've heard that. One day in the future, that meals will come in pill form. Well, and one day also drugs will come in meal form. Yes, and you can get, uh, uh, you know, like Xanax in the form of a turkey, or you could get, um, maybe you could get ecstasy in a capsicum. You know, people <laughs> taking recreational capsicums. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> maybe there's you know drug busts at raves, and mm. someone's just got a grocery bag full of capsicums. <laughs> yeah, or like one of those loose string bags full just, of onions. You just see a guy with like a fruit and veg stand <laughs> running off, like yeah. like just pushing it away. It's the, it's the he's, cops. He's got a supply quantity yeah. of <laughs> just produce. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes, uh, unfortunately, the young man was found dead after consuming a dangerous stir-fry of different drugs. Instead of cocktail. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's good. I like that. Um, Moses having to improvise the chiseling implements when uh, they pass down the, the commandments. Mm -hmm. um, Andy's Andy's version has a has a house up there. Where Not a like house, just a bureau. A bureau. Just going through the drawers. Yeah. Well, there's like a hardware desk, essentially, like a sort of hardware. Yeah. In my version, he's... He's having to really improvise, like figure out, you know, first he's trying to maybe scratch it into the sand and he's like, well, that's not that permanent, you know, come on. That's God. Yeah. yeah. I'll remember it. I'll make a mnemonic. And then he's like, but there are 15 of these. And you go, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Great. Um, then we got this sort of the double date with the prophet. Yeah. Um, and... And it's just, you really get deep into these people's lives. I think that could be a short film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double date with a prophet. Yeah. Prophet date. And then there's uh, alternatives to throwing away wrapping paper. 
mostly it's wrapping the p- person. such thing as a long film. I'm going to start a long film festival. Well, that's good, yeah. Like, so instead of short films, it's movies that go for way longer way than longer. even normal films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would you say six hours? Six. I think Lars von Trier's uh, Nymphomaniac was six hours, and he's like, he couldn't cut anything out. <laughs> Not even any of the sex. No. Not even any of the weird boob shots or whatever. Have you seen it? No, I've got no idea. I don't even know what a weird boob shot would look like. Well, I guess one from, like, you know, where it's being pressed up against a screen door. Yeah. Oh, a fly screen? Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. No, yeah. And and it's from a strange angle where you can't even see. You just kind of see the skin poking through. Ooh. Like, imagine that. So you, so the shot is looking straight up the door. Yep. Like that. And then you just see little bumps of <laughs> flesh poke through like that. And you're like, what is that? It's a weird boob shot. Yeah. I mean, that's truly amateur, isn't it? Like, if you're making pornography and and you can barely even see any of the skin because <laughs> you're filming from outside a screen door. Maybe they're making a statement. Maybe it's a satire. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's all our sketches for this one. And that's all our sketches for this one that is on the sketches we have. <laughs> we have <laughs> that oh. was the best one so far um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so thank you very much for listening to the podcast uh, please you know if you want I know it's a hassle to go into iTunes because it's probably the worst piece of software that's ever <laughs> been created and it's so clunky and awful um, but don't get iTunes offside mate no, they, I, they've got all the algorithms man okay. it doesn't matter like, they haven't helped us in the past <laughs> I mean, fuck. I don't think they were onside. Anyway, go, go in, just log in for once and just subscribe and review the thing. Thank you, sir. That would be so And thank you so much. You don't have to, but you can do that if you want to. It would be a beautiful We would thank you in a way that Andy would get much pleasure from. Yeah, man. If if I was thanked in the way that we're going to thank you, (sighs) it would be all over for me. Yeah, all over. Um, and uh, we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook. We also got a Facebook page that you can like. Yeah, two in the think two tank. Two in the think tank. Uh, and I'm stupid old Andy on f- Twitter. <laughs> Alistair, what is your handle on Twitter? I'm at Alistair TB. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you can also follow Two in Tank. And um, that's about yeah, it. Yeah. So thanks very yeah, much for listening. And uh, tell your parents about the podcast. Oh my God! Download it onto your parents' phone yeah. while they're not looking. We're looking for a really old demographic. Well, you know. Actually, that's true. A lot of par- your parents probably don't realize that they even have a podcasting app that comes to fault with iPhone. Here, oh, this is a right? great market to tap into. Yeah, yeah. So teach your parents how to podcast by downloading our podcast. No, no, don't even phone. teach them. Just go and sign in and subscribe, right? Yeah. It'll automatically download it every, you know. I know, but also teach, week or teach them to listen to it so that they can. This can be their introduction to podcasts. I don't care so much about that. No, yeah. And then. Uh, send us a photo on Twitter or Facebook of your parents listening to the podcast and then giving us a thumbs up. Maybe two. All right. Double thumbs. This is the first activity we've yeah, ever given anybody yeah. to give. And then you felt you looked like you felt really uncomfortable about it. I've already checked out. I'm Great. already thinking about the next podcast we're going to record. All right. I'm well, working on that. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you. We love you. We love you very much. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.